Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to yet another episode of the Boost Your Boutique podcast. I'm Emily Benson, your host and best friend on this boutique journey. I am back again. We're talking about something that keeps coming up. I keep seeing it happen in my Facebook group, in groups I'm running, in Uh, all over the place, even somewhat in myself a little bit. But this is something that I want to talk about because I've learned to overcome it and I've learned that there really is no quick fix for your business. So today we're talking about the quick fix syndrome. And before we get into it, I want to remind you that the Booster Boutique podcast is sponsored by the Boutique Elite Membership. This is my membership training site where you get hours and hours of in-depth retail trainings. You get monthly group coaching with me in our private Facebook group. And honestly, you get so much to build your business to the next level, right? Maybe you've read my book. Maybe you've taken a course or two with me. The membership is a monthly membership, so you're always getting new stuff, and you have that library for you at your fingertips. So head on over to www.boutiqueelitemembership, all one word, .com, and check it out. Let us know if you have any questions about it. Um, I also want to let you know, if you're listening to this in real time in mid-April of 2018, we are opening the doors to Six Figure Blueprint in about a week and a half, and this will officially be the last time I open it for 2018. I know I said that back in January, but so many of you begged me and uh, I fit it in my schedule before I'm getting married this fall. (laughs) So if you've been thinking about signing up for Six Figure Blueprint, I really want you to consider it. Honestly, this program has changed so many women's lives. There was many success stories from the last round, but let me tell you a couple of them. One woman hit six figures in her brick and mortar boutique in only four months. OMG. Uh, We had another woman who successfully transitioned from her LuLaRoe business to her own online boutique. She sold, I think, pretty much all of her LuLaRoe uh, (laughs) inventory in about two months, maybe less than two months. As she was transitioning, she just barreled through it and She's off and running in her new online boutique business. And we had a couple of people who had been in business for, you know, four or five years, and they said they had kind of lost their mojo, and now they are back, and they're better than ever. They're hitting new records in their business. Their mindset is on track. So I want you to know, if you've been in business from six months to about five years or 10 years, honestly, Six Figure Blueprint is going to teach you the latest and greatest in mindset, margins, and marketing. So we go through everything from success and money mindset in depth 
all the way through really nailing down your ideal customer. I find a lot of people think they know, but they don't really. We go in depth more in this course. We go all through inventory management, how to really maximize your sales, how to maximize buying and selling your inventory. And one of my favorite pieces of it, to be honest, is Facebook ads. So many women are just boosting posts left and right, no idea what they're doing. And Six Figure Blueprint gives you the latest and greatest, I kind of re-record that section a lot, in what's going on in Facebook ads. So if you're looking for a Facebook ads training, it's inside Six Figure Blueprint. I've had a lot of people ask me why I don't pull it out. One, because I want you to take Six Figure Blueprint. I know how transformative the entire course is. It's a 12-week course. And also, honestly, you can run Facebook ads all day, but there's other subtle issues that might be off, like your ideal customer might be off. Your Facebook page might not be very productive. And if you don't have those things going which is what we go through in the course, your Facebook ads are just going to fall flat on their face. It's one of those things where I don't want to take it out because it's a holistic course and you really need all the pieces and parts. So I hope you'll consider 12 weeks of coaching with me. It'll be the last time I run a coaching group probably for the rest of this year. So Six Figure Blueprint, it's an amazing course. We've had, I think, over 75 women go through it in the past year. Um, And the number just keeps growing every time we run it because there's so many success stories. So I would love for you to be the next success story. I hope you'll consider Six Figure Blueprint. Let's talk about the quick fix syndrome. So, you know, I see a lot of this, you guys. And one of the things I've learned in my seven plus years as an entrepreneur is like, it just a lot of things don't happen overnight. They can, and I'm not saying that it's not impossible for you to very quickly build your business, okay? That's not what I want to say, but I think that there's really two situations that I see coming up a lot where people think either taking a course or reading a book, even listening to this podcast is like enough to grow their business. They think, I'm good, I've done all this stuff, I'm gonna make it, it's gonna take off. A lot of times what I find is people aren't actually implementing the stuff from the book, from the podcast. And this doesn't even have to be for me. It can be from anyone, right? You could be reading an amazing book, but you never actually take the steps and implement it. And so there's a situation where you're learning all this, right? We get kind of stuck in this learning mode or this listening mode, and we're taking all this in, we're taking all this in. And I find myself in the past, as I've transitioned from a boutique owner to more of an online educator and, and training center, you know, what I realized for a long time is I, when I first started out, I was just intaking so much information and to a certain extent I needed to. But there comes a time when you actually have to start to implement what people have prescribed for you. You have to really figure out what's required to grow that sustainable business. And I think that's where a lot of women are kind of failing in those first two years. I talk a lot about this statistic of 80% of boutiques fail in the first two years. So out of every five women that listens to this podcast, four of you aren't going to be in business in two years. That number crushes me. Like that number for me makes me so nervous because I know how much time you've put into this. I know how much money you probably put into this and I know how much you love what you're doing. Start to think about where are you reading a lot, taking a course, you know, even listening to this. And you're not really doing what I prescribe or the other expert prescribes. I have so many women come to me and they'll say, Emily, I love your stuff. I listen to it all the time. It's so great. Like you're so motivating, da, da, da. And then somewhere down the line, they sort of like sheepishly admit to me like, oh, I'm still only charging like 2X or like 
2.5x or 2.3 and that's all you know that's all I can get for it or I you know the things aren't really worth that much you know there's all these excuses behind it right they'll say you know I really I want to do all this stuff and and you've been so inspiring but I just you know I, I don't know I don't think I can do it there's a certain point where you just gotta do it you know one of the things I think for me that's I'm sort of realizing in hindsight is that I just do anything that comes up. (laughs) I literally don't hold back. There's very few things that I get nervous about and don't execute on. I have to give myself the time to execute it, of course, but I think that sometimes you just have to close your eyes and jump off the cliff and actually execute, actually do the work. This is a place where I want you to notice, where are you getting stuck in the intake, 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 and not the do, do, do. The second piece of, I think, the quick fix syndrome is we think like putting money into an area, something tangible is going to make us more money, right? There's that old saying that's like, you got to spend money to make money. And while, listen, I totally believe that's true in a lot of senses, there's also like good and bad places to put your money, right? There's good and bad investments. Like I find so many women come to me, they're like, Emily, I need to run Facebook ads. I need to have more inventory. I need to invest in all these, like I said, tangible things to change my business. And if I do this quickly and I do it right now, I know it's going to affect things. I know I'm going to, if I just throw this money at it, there's going to be this big change. Again, like I will tell you, I invest very wisely in my money. I use my gut. I try to really think out what's going to be the best step for me, where I'm going to get the most results. And a lot of times, it's not in the things that you think. I will tell you, I've had very successful sales in this business. And one of the things I've learned to do is use what works for me. So do I run Facebook ads sometimes? Yeah, I do. But I'll tell you, the amount of Facebook ads to the amount of money I make is probably sitting around 2%, 1%, because I know for me, I do great on video. And I know when I show up for video, I sell the hell out of whatever I'm selling. So for you, what is that thing? Is it Instagram? Is it, is it Facebook Live video? Is it a Periscope? Is it YouTube? Where are you really thriving? Where are you feeling really good? And I'll even go as far as to say, do you have a great Facebook group that converts really well? Awesome. Show up there more. Post more, right? We've got to start doubling down on these areas that actually are working, not thinking, oh my God, I have to jump ship from this area over to this other area because this doesn't really feel like it's working, right? I I have to tell you, when I was just launching Retail Mindset Makeover, I was was going kind of slow. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what's going on? Am I just not talking about it enough? Am I not saying the right, like what's happening? What I realized is like my energy was off around it. I wasn't expressing to you guys like how much I was like pumped about this course, how much I knew it was going to change your life. And I also wasn't using the right methods. I was, I had written all of these beautiful posts and probably out of 10 posts on Instagram and Facebook, maybe two got really good reaction. But for me, I'm a video girl. So why did I think that writing these posts was going to be the way to sell this program, right? I had to realize I need to go on Facebook Live a couple of times, 
get everyone pumped, talk about some tips, give away some free ideas. And then you all would come back and say, oh my gosh, you know what? I need to sign up for that course. And that's exactly what I did. And from Wednesday to the next Tuesday, I had like 45 people sign up because I was in my zone of genius. I was activating my alignment and showing up in the way that I knew felt really good and the way that I know works. And you know, for me, it didn't cost any money, right? Like I cost, I spent almost no money. I think for Retail Mindset Makeover, I'm pretty sure I spent 50 bucks. I think I boosted one of the videos because it was good. And I was like, well, that's kind of like an ad for me. That's how I'll run the ad this time. And it worked. Throwing money at things that you don't know that aren't proven are going to work never works. It's always about being in alignment. It's always showing up and putting your, I guess, money in the place that you know is best going to serve you, whether that is maybe taking a course, reading a book. Again, going back to that, like maybe your money does go into learning more, right? I find so many people just want to go put money back into inventory. But if you're getting stuck in your business, you're hitting some, what we would call like an upper limit you know, honestly, putting money back into inventory or into a new idea or into a Facebook ad isn't always going to work. I want to talk about how we can have a quantum shift around this quick fix syndrome, okay? First of all, I really need you guys to commit to the idea of actually doing the mindset work. So a lot of times I find people are like, I've got the affirmations in my phone and I'm listening to the things. And, you know, it's I don't know, like it just doesn't seem like it's working. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, where are there patterns in what you're doing and what you're saying that aren't working? So are you getting caught up still in the, I'm so busy, I'm so tired, nothing is working, I'm going to focus on everything else but my business because being distracted and avoiding my business, I don't have to deal with it. We have to flip the switch on that. There's this great episode of Modern Family. I think it was the most recent season premiere. And the dad, like the oldest dad, gives advice and he says, you know, you just got to run at the embarrassing, the embarrassment, like run at the embarrassment. And I thought about it and I was like, you know, sometimes you have to run at your problems. You really have to just like go fast, hard and deep into what's coming up for you, into what the problem is so that you can sort your way out of it. A lot of times we just avoid the problem. I'm a massive avoider. I've avoided lots of problems in my life. And there's still probably some things that I avoid here and there. But honestly, the big things that I've really like either made a mistake on or kind of screwed up or really just avoided because I didn't want to deal with it. This year, I have run fast and freaking hard. And what I will tell you is that it has been exhausting in some senses. It has been invigorating in a lot of senses. And it's also gotten me to this new level of awareness and real like honesty about what's coming up. And so I think if you're not willing to do the mindset work, you aren't showing up and actually creating your own reality, starting to manifest what it is that you want, then it's not going to happen. So some homework for you is to really be aware and write down what are you avoiding? What do you see as patterns that you aren't healing, you aren't figuring out? And how can you sit down and journal around creating your own reality and bringing up what it is that you want. Every night before I go to bed, I sit and I write and I write and I write. And sometimes it's like four pages. Sometimes it's a page, but I write out what it is that I want to come to me. 
And then I also do a little bit of gratitude. I write all the things from the day that I'm like so happy that happened. And I go to bed on this like beautiful note. I wake up, I feel good. And so many things in my life are manifesting quicker and quicker. One of the times I did this actually like in real life was when I was selling my truck. I paid, (laughs) I was selling my truck and the amazing women who were buying it wanted to have it inspected. Of course, obviously. So they drove up from Connecticut. I went to the repair shop with them to like do this inspection. It was all scheduled. And I remember sitting in the office of the shop because like I couldn't sit with them because they were like with their husbands and I didn't really know them at the time. You know, I was like trying to sell them the truck and like be this business person or whatever. So I sat in this repair shop office, like at a desk because obviously I didn't have a car. The truck was what I drove to this place. So I sat in there, I had my notebook and I could feel my anxiety coming. Like, you know, you know when this happens, when the thoughts come up and you're like, what if the truck doesn't pass the inspection? Like we're so close to like this sale. Like I'm just really excited for them. I'm really excited to like not have to worry about the truck anymore. Like, oh my God. Right. I start like doing all this in my head. I was like, Emily, you know better than this. I whip out my notebook and I literally just start furiously writing in the notebook. The truck is amazing. It's in perfect condition. They love this truck. The the guy that inspects the truck loves this truck. The truck is perfect. It's perfect. It's amazing. It's fully passes the inspection. Like I go literally on a rampage, like writing down all this stuff. Okay. Number one, it was a great distraction from my worry. And number two, it was actually me sitting there creating what I wanted to happen. Well, guess what? The guy comes back from inspecting the truck and he looks at all of us, right? And it's it's literally me and then these two beautiful women and their cute husbands and they're all like, you know, we're all like kind of on edge. So he starts going through this whole list and saying like, the fuel injectors, you know, it's got a little wear and tear, but you know, it's pretty normal. And I'd say it'll hold up for two more years. And then he's like, and then the brakes, the brakes look great. You know, he's literally like going through his entire inspection list and he'll, he's like doing it. Like it's honestly like a game show or like, you know, the bachelor when they, it's like, duh, like you're so nervous. Who's he going to pick? Right. He's going through the list and he's like kind of trying to freak us out. I think he goes up like literally for five minutes. He's saying all this stuff that is honestly, everything is like good. And if it's not good, he's like, oh, that's like 20 bucks to replace. Like no big deal. You know, there's literally nothing wrong. So by the end, he looks at all of us and he goes, you know, I got to tell you, this truck is in great shape. I'd buy it if you girls weren't going to buy it. And they, the girls look at me, they go, did you pay him to say that? I was like, no, I manifested him to say that. I sat and I didn't say that to them at the time. This is what I'm thinking. I'm like, I wrote all that down and it came true. Oh my God, I'm so powerful. And like, this is the thing, like you are powerful too. We give away our power so often around things that we want because we think, oh, we have no control over it. We don't have control over the outcome. So why should I even bother trying to create the outcome? What I will tell you is that we are all energy. And so if we keep putting positive energy energy into the things that we want, they're going to come true. We're going to get them. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be the next day, but it's going to be really soon, the more powerful we get. So just know that by doing this mindset work, seeing the patterns, flipping the switch, starting to create your own reality, like you can have the most amazing experience in this life. Greg's reading this book and he said that in the book, they say that the point of life is to have a creative project. 
And I'm like, that's good. That's good. My second shift for you to get through this quick fix syndrome is to actually do the work. Actually do the thing that the book says. Act on the things that the course is telling you to do. Watch my videos, listen to this podcast, and actually execute on the things I'm asking you to do or giving you ideas on how to do. So often we just write in our notebook, we never actually do it. And some of you are going to sit here and say, but Emily, I have kids and I'm just busy. Again, like the mindset work. We have to go back to the mindset work. But you've got to make a schedule. You have to set time aside. You have to commit to yourself and what it is that you want in actual reality, in real time. I, I remember when I first started my business, I was working all the time. And probably I was working a little bit too much. But, you know, when you do first start a business, it does take some time. It takes some energy. It takes some effort to put in so that you are going to see the results. Even this most recent business, when I started to ramp up and get really focused on what I needed to be doing and put my energy and my time and my effort behind the things that I knew were going to give me the biggest results, that's when I saw my business really change. So this might mean carving out time at night, hiring a babysitter, asking your spouse to help out. This might take not watching TV at night. You know, you guys, like, on average, Americans watch, like, four to six hours of TV a day. Do you know how much time that is for you to actually get work done? Like, oh, my gosh. Like, imagine if you turn the TV off and you actually just focus on work during those times. Now, I'm not telling you to not have fun and watch the shows you love. But honestly, a lot of TV shows are just garbage that are probably putting you in a bad mindset. I have to turn off a lot of shows that I think are going to be great because I'm like, oh, I, they're just complaining or they're just judging. And I don't want to get into those habits again. You know, those are like those aren't good patterns for me. Figure out when you can do the work. Even if it's five minutes, I probably journal at night for five to 10 minutes. That's it. I will spend time doing more mindset work some days than I do actual work. But there are days where I do a ton of work because I need to. I close all the tabs on my computer. I only have the tabs open that I need. And I also delegate. If you're at a point in your business where maybe you're over two, three years in, maybe you are at a point where you want to give some stuff away, consider hiring someone who can help you out with all this stuff. Even if it's a couple hours a week, Imagine spending $100 a week to take things off your plate that you really don't want to do. How amazing could that be? Just start to really look at where you're spending your time, what you're doing, and know that things can change very quickly when you decide, when you do the mindset work, and when you actually start to execute. I really want you guys to get out of this idea that there are quick fixes out there for your business. I know I've been in business seven years. I don't think there's been any quick fix. You know, honestly, even when I was in Forbes magazine and in style, like I didn't get sales from that. It was cool, but it didn't change my business. It wasn't some kind of like, oh my God, things changed overnight. So just know that building a business truly is building. It takes time. I'll leave you with the idea that, you know, Greg always says to me that he is 17 years into being an overnight success. I leave you with that. Stick with it. Stick with the work. Do the mindset work. Execute on what needs to get done. And stay positive, stay in the flow of what feels good to you, what's going to produce the best results. And I guarantee you that your business is going to be okay, but you've got to stick with it for the long run. We've got to change this percentage, this 80 percentage stuff around going out of business two years. I want that to get down to like 70, 60, 50. <laughs> I want it to go down and down and down because we can change it. It just takes 
kind of all of us committing to that. Thanks so much for listening. Here's to making lots of friends and making lots of money. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com to learn more.